this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. everyone and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez and what a week. What a week. Now I don't know where you guys live but here in Alabama it is cold this week. Now our cold might not be your cold. I know my friends in California are like hey we have like 60 and 70 degree weather and I'm like okay don't tell me hush. And then I look here and I hear of people in Canada who we have a lot of Canadians out there. Shout to our Canadians especially in Alberta uh, Canada which we love dearly and they're like, oh, it's like two degrees here, you know, and then you get in Alabama, and our cold is usually about 30 to 35 degrees, and sometimes in the 20s, but hey, this week it's pretty cold, but anyway, that's how it is here in Alabama. I don't know where you guys are located throughout the world, but hey, I hope the weather's treating you good, because it's not treating me good down here. So, by the way, thank you again, as always, for tuning into this podcast. You guys are just amazing. You really are. We have a dynamic, huge, worldwide thousands upon thousands of listening audience and we are so delighted and thrilled that you guys are part of our lives. I really mean that. I mean, I don't know how we would make it without each and every one of you. I really don't. And today, I want to talk about something that's really just somebody, something that sort of burns in my mind. You know, you guys know me enough to know I talk about law of attraction from a biblical point of view constantly. I'm a big believer in it. Why? Because it works. I don't practice or, or speak something that doesn't work for me. If it works and it's part of something that I see, it's in that plan, that will of God, I run after it, I devour it, I eat it, and it becomes my own experience. And I hope the same for you. You know, we want to be able to be doers and not just hearers, you know. And so, some of the things I've been learning about recently, or really just sort of contemplating on, is the old age principle or sort of um, thought-provoking statement that basically talks about the fact that what you perceive is real is real for you. Now, I want you guys to think about that. What you perceive as real is truly real for you. Because sometimes it's hard, no matter if you're a Christian or really what you are, who you are, everyone on planet Earth has to remember, and especially, especially those within a religious circle, because we have to remember that when you're in this sort of religious circle, what that means is this, is that when you are in this and you say, hey, you know what, uh, this is true, this scripture is real, you know, this is how what it means, this is how you interpret it, you know, and, and then everybody else just says, you know, things such as, well, I know it's real, the Holy Spirit told me. And, you know, as if they're the per- perfect vessel without, without spot, regular blemish to hear with crystal clear clarity of everything they believe within their, we'll say, religion or their relationship with God or whatever the case may be for them. And we have to remember one thing, that God did program us to be a people that are listeners but also maintain data and revelation and knowledge within our head and that means he taught us to be able to process he taught us how to begin to you know be uh, have a different perspective of life and look at things differently and so with that said you have to begin to look at reality and say this that if i perceive something or i believe it let's say for example if i've heard it if someone has defined it for me if i define it if i begin to look at this and say oh the holy spirit showed me this has got to be true then what we have to understand is this also coming through a 
imperfect vessel, which means we're all going to be able to miss it. We're all going to hear things that we think are totally right, and maybe it might be right for us. But with that said, we also have to look and examine the fact that if I believe it, no matter where it comes from, no matter if I sit here and I claim, hey, you know what, God told me this 100%. Well, the truth is, we have to take into consideration that even the Bible tells us that, you know what, we're pretty much impure vessels, which means we're going to get it wrong a lot of times, and there's times where we need to, you know, that's what repentance is for. That's what is, you know, that's what, you know, mind shifting and renewing the mind and, you know, uh, looking the other angle, looking in a different direction. That's why all that stuff biblically is, is said to us because we don't stop to realize that the perspective of life and how we see things need to be counted for as far as how we begin to see it and how we process it. So how, so when we look at things in our lives and we say, God told me, she told me, the preacher told me, it's never wrong. Or maybe I read the Bible this way or I read the Bible that way and I know that's real, I know that's right. Well, once again, you have to look at reality. Let's look at reality when it deals with fear and faith. I speak with people all the time in my life coaching sessions who basically tell me their fears. And what happens is when you get a fear that is unanswered. Now, I want you to hear me for a moment. When you get a fear that is unanswered, what that means is this. When you get a fear that you have not come into a conclusion about or you don't have a truth to that sort of brings the final answer, the conclusion, the solution, the end to the, uh, you know, the period to the end of the sentence mentality, your mind will continue to rotate back and forth in, in a mode like our computer does where it says processing, processing. And if you leave something unanswered, if you leave something sort of uh, unjustified, if you leave something just really not understanding it, your mind will automatically rehearse that over and over and over again and there'll never be a final, a finale, there'll never be a finish line for you to cross because the mind is always, always processing, processing, processing. So when people tell me I had a bad dream about this or that, you know, I always take it into consideration to say, is it God? Or is it maybe your mind also, and maybe it is God behind your mind letting you know that this thing is unanswered. This thing needs a conclusion. This needs this this situation or this fear or this sentence or this statement or this uh, you know image you had in your mind or even the experience you had in your life, you unanswered it. <laughs> you didn't answer it. And because you didn't answer it, guess what your mind's going to do? Process, process, process. It's going to continue at that little circle. You know, you get on a computer sometimes when it's sort of stuck, you know, in an error and it'll sort of have that little round circle just over and over and over again, you know, processing, processing, you know. Or you're waiting for the internet to kick back in, you know, and where it left off. And so it's just sitting there. Well, what happens is the mind is the same way. It'll continue to go in circle after circle to where the rotation of it is letting you know, I need you to fulfill this this question. I need you to fulfill the fear. I need you to fulfill the very thing that is going on with inside of you that is waiting on a response. And your mind will wait on you to respond to it. It's like the old saying when we say, you know, uh, your thoughts are not you. It's true. No matter what I think about myself, I can I can convince myself that my thoughts of myself are real, but yet the truth is they're not real. But with the mind plays games on you with thoughts, what happens is those thoughts can become a reality for you, and yet you might find yourself saying, I'm never blessed, I'm always, you know, getting duds, you know, I never in life, you know, nothing ever happens for me. I don't nothing ever, you know, I don't win anything, you know, I'm or I'm ugly or nothing ever goes right for me. That's because you have unending things in your mind. You need to 
settle. And also we have to begin to realize that what we believe has become real for us. And so what happens is the mind begins to send out that sort of vibrational wave. No, no new age folks, by the way, all biblical. But it begins to sort of send out that signal, for lack of better words, because everything's vibrational in the universe. And it begins to send out that wrong signal, but yet you don't realize that it's not actually you, it's your mind. You know, you are the thinker of the thoughts. You're not actually the thoughts themselves. And because you're the thinker of the thought, you have to remember that God keeps on telling us over and over and over again, renew your mind, renew your mind, renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? You just don't stop thinking about it. You bring a conclusion. You bring an answer that is that becomes your truth that needs the situation to have a finale, a final truth to it to say, ah, I can take a breather. Now I get it. Now I see it. And guess what? It goes away then. Because that's why sometimes it manifests in people's dreams a lot when they have nightmares. And they're like, oh, I saw this. I mean, I've had so many people I've spoken with in life coaching where people say, you know, I keep on seeing my husband sleeping with somebody else over and over again. And I'm like, well, you know what? If it's not God, we have to begin to look. Is there a fear about that? And usually itself is low self-esteem on, on maybe that person, you know, or maybe they feel like they, you know, they caught this prize of this person and they'll never measure up to that. Then their mind catches that and their mind always says, well, then you know what? If that's how you see yourself, then that's, that's how you're going to see your life and your life will become that. And so you'll end up having nightmares and things out of fear that will continuously say, oh my gosh, he's, he or she's better looking and this is going on and, and I, you know, I never catch a break and I'm, you know, I sh- I'm lucky to have him or her. And and that's not even low self-esteem. It actually goes into a place of remembering that you are constantly evolving this monster in your mind to where you will attract that. And you'll attract bad relationships. You'll attract people that you always perceive are better than you. That they're, 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 They are your lucky catch. They'll end up leaving you or they will divorce you or they'll cheat on you. And so the idea is remembering who you are. Because your thoughts are not you. And you've got to begin to tell your thoughts, I have a final say-so. I have a final conclusion to what you're thinking in your processing mode. And here's my conclusion. I am good enough. I am just as equal. This person should be blessed to have me as well because the two become one. And we're both equal you know, partners in this relationship. And so when you see that, you realize you will stop attracting the very thing that your thoughts have convinced you that you are. Because now you know who you really are. And your thoughts then become secondary and they have no power over you because you, your identity, the real authentic person of who you are, has, guess what, already conquered the, you know, and triumphed over the thoughts. It's like Jesus saying you know, uh, that he, can't, he holds the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Well, guess what? Until he had the key, he had no victory over it. And so he had to pay the ultimate price. And so when we see the ultimate price of that, then he went down, he got the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and guess who won? So it's the same principle as the thoughts. Your thoughts are saying, you know what, I'm the one that holds the key. I, you know, you know, I need an answer, or you know, uh, is this what you really believe? And so all of a sudden, you, the real you, convinces yourself that the thoughts are really you. And then at the end of the day, guess what happens? You say, oh, I'm unworthy. Oh, I'm lucky to have this. Oh, this will never happen to me. Or, oh, you know, my fear is going on. Because you never brought a conclusion to master your thoughts by saying, let me tell you a thought how it's going to end. Let me tell you the conclusion, the final finale. Let me tell you the answer to, to this processing thought to where it will set me free and I'll never have to begin to worry about that creeping up in my life again. Why? Because I've eradicated fear over the situation. And so guess what happens? Your identity is your greatest weapon. Your identity, who God created you to be, is your greatest strength. It is your greatest power. It is everything. And that's why people struggle with thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Because thoughts 
Thoughts are nothing more than things that you fed into that now are growing in you and become mindsets, they become bondage, they become addictions. And that's why people say, I'm destined to sleep around. I'm destined to cheat. I'm destined to never find the right woman. I'm destined to, you know, to never have the right job. Because you believe the thoughts that you created and it become your reality. But the truth is, it's nothing more than a mirage. It's, it's nothing more than a shadow effect. It's not actually the real thing. You have light and you have shadows from the light, right? You have, uh, you have cop real genuine copies and you have carbon copies. You have everything in life has a, we'll say, a, uh, a shadow to it. And yet you have to begin to put yourself in your identity to say, where am I located? Am I in the shadow of what I think is real for me? Or am I actually the light shining, being the leader, being the example, knowing who I am and knowing that I make the decisions in my life and no one else does. And I refuse to believe anything that comes in my mind just because it just comes to my mind. Then you begin to be the answer. Because in that way you can give the answer that will set other people free from God's Word. That's the key thing we have to begin to understand. When that kicks in, automatically something else begins to truly happen. You begin to awaken to who you really are. And you begin to realize you are now, as the Bible says, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You become the power that you're giving away now from the Lord. You become the light. You know, Jesus said something really cool. He says, I'm the light of the world. But then he goes on further to say, and so are you the light of the world. Our job is to shine in darkness. And so guess what? You have to say, have I become that light of the world? Or am I still a shadow of someone else's light? Or shadow of maybe the, uh, my thoughts that I, that I glean from, which maybe are your light. So, so either you're the light or you're the shadow looking for the light. And when you begin to see yourself in the power of who you are, nothing, nothing's impossible for you. So I want to encourage each one of you today to really listen to this podcast over and over again. Take to heart to understand, you know what, your perspective, your perception of life, of what you believe, truly becomes you. How you see the world, is, the world will be that to you. How you see people, people will be that to you. No wonder why we see, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Because even the scripture makes it plain. Think, think from your heart, not your mind. Your mind is always going to miss it. But if you think from your heart, which is the authentic place of who you really are, then you become above every situation and nothing can influence you because then it has to go through the, through the, it has to be processed through your identity. And your identity will never allow it to happen. It never allows it to pass through those, wall, those walls that you've built in a powerful way because you then know yourself. What are the walls I'm talking about? The walls of your identity. That's what guards you. That's what protects you is knowing who you are. The old saying, know thyself, is one of the most powerful statements you could ever say. And that's from Genesis to Revelation. That's what the scripture is all about. Knowing who you are in Christ. Knowing you know, you're know the head, not the tail, above, not beneath. Knowing everything about you is built on you know, um, calling those things that be not as though they were. You know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, casting down vain imaginations, which means anything that's contrary to your authentic, uh, you know, uh, thumbprint, hey, throw it away. Throw it away. Because if not, it'll, it'll, be, it'll, it'll become the light because you'll exalt it as an idol. And before long, your identity becomes the shadow. 
because you've lost yourself. And the scripture makes it plain sometimes. It's in, in one verse it says, it says, um, being tossed by every wind of doctrine. Another word in one script, one version says, being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And what that means is you'll go with anything and everything that looks good, smells good, acts good, tastes good, because you don't know yourself. And you'll still always trying to find yourself in everything and everyone, and you'll believe everything and everyone that tell you about how bad you are, how overweight you are, how ugly or how skinny you are, because you don't know yourself. And so you always try to find your identity in everything else and before long at the end of the day at the end of the end of your life you'll say I literally didn't accomplish anything in my life because I lost myself and my and I would say what a what a tragedy a tragedy when you don't know yourself and you don't know what you're made of you don't know your own power to where no matter what anyone says to you no matter if somebody breaks up with you leaves you cheats on you uh, you lose your job get fired laid off whatever you still can have a head uh, that's above the water breathing because you say you know what none of those things identified me. I knew who I was and I will. I know who I am now and I know what I'm made of. So none of these things really can have an empowerment over me because I am above all of that. Had another, I had a job, I'll get another job. I had, 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 had a girlfriend and boyfriend, I'll get another girlfriend and boyfriend. I was married once and I'll get married again. You know, you know, that's the key thing you have to understand. And it doesn't give us a license to just move on. What it does, it gives us a license to breathe through tragedy, through difficulties of our lives. It gives us a license to breathe, to say, I can breathe and I will be fine because none of these things defined who I was. And that's the beautiful thing about life. And when Jesus said, I've died to give you life and life more abundantly, doesn't it make sense now when you think about it to say, he died to give us life. And life can truly only be enjoyed when you know who you are and you know where you come from and you know where you're going and you know that nothing in this world from the world system can affect that identity. Then you will every time through heartache, tragedy, pain, sorrow, fear, bad dreams, you know, cheating dreams, you know, robbing dreams, whatever the case may be, you will always have a place to breathe. And your breath will come from knowing your greatest weapon, which is you. Your authentic identity, who God created you to be. Wonderfully and fearfully did He create you in His image and likeness. That's who you are. Thank you, as always, guys, for listening to our podcast. You know, I have the most amazing audience ever. You guys are truly, you know, just my family, my friends. I love each and every one of you. There are thousands upon thousands of you all over the globe who tune into us, who who, who tune into our Instagram live on Monday morning at 10 a.m., uh, our, our Facebook live, 10 a.m. Central Time Monday as well, that I do both of them at the same exact time. And if you're not part of that, or you might, you might be thinking to yourself, well, what do you do on that? Let me tell you real quick. On every Monday morning, without fail, unless something, unless a holiday's here, 10 a.m. Central Time, I am on my Identity Network Instagram page. And at the same time, I'm also on our Facebook Identity Network page. And if you want to be a part of that, I would be honored and thrilled if you'd be part of it. Because once again, we have, we answer questions during that time. I give a teaching just like I am now, but you're live with me. I sometimes read the comments. Sometimes I prophesy to people. It all depends on whatever, whatever God wants. And we have a blast with it. And I'm able to really give a hands-on, a little bit more of a teaching. I even tell you about my books before they come out. So tune in. Tune in definitely. Let me give you an idea or tell you where, where you can find us actually through this amazing idea is go to facebook.com. When you do, it's going to be facebook.com forward slash Jeremy Lopez resources. Jeremy Lopez resources, okay? Or you can just go into Facebook search book and say identity network and when you do, it should pull it up. 
And also in Instagram, you can just do at Identity Network. That's easy enough, is it not? Go to Instagram.com on your iPhone or Android and just do at Jeremy Lopez and, um, excuse me, at Identity Network and you're going to find me. And I would definitely say, Make sure you're getting our notifications to where when I go live, and sometimes I go live during the week and don't let anyone know about it, you'll be able to get the notification that guess what? Jeremy's live on Identity Network. I want to tune in to watch it because you never know what's up my sleeve. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to say that day ever. And so be a part of this. Be a part of what God is doing here in this ministry. And as always, get your friends involved. Tell them about it. You know, Share our, our posts. Share our uh, pictures and share everything because we want people to know because you never know what touches somebody, what they might need. Need that day. And also, as always, tell your friends about this podcast. It comes out every Wednesday. You can get the app for it as well. It'll notify you when when I go live as well for my podcast. And you can listen to it whenever you want to. But as always, folks, help us out the best you can because we want to be there by helping you out, by giving you hopefully some substance, some revelation, something that will be a, a paradigm shift in your mind to say, man, I never saw it that way before, Jeremy. That's what I'm here for, is to make you feel enlightened, uh, revived, evolving into, into what Christ wants you to be involved in, and evolving more like Him. That's the main goal here. So thank you again. And as always, check out our website, identitynetwork.net. Hey, if you want a prophetic word, try Trust me, guys. Between this podcast, before and after it, I'm prophesying, period, to people. And all we ask is just a simple donation that helps our ministry out, helps our missions at work out. That's the key thing here. So check it out. Be a part of it. Have a blessed day. And as always, when I close, I always say this in closing statement, and that is this. If you don't like your day, change it. Restructure your thoughts and your, your rest of your day will change lining up to that happy thought you're going to think. And your life changes from that moment on. God bless you. Have a good day. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.